I think the first question is, are we back? For now? <laughs> the question, Did we ever go anywhere? Yeah, we've been here. We've been here. We've been hanging out. You're back from Vegas, though. Yeah. Yeah, we did Eastgate Con. That was intense. There's been a lot of things that have been happening. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. And I know you guys went straight into uh, some uh, ERL right after Vegas. So yeah. I feel like that kind of gave you the... Uh... Well, the racing scene is picking up. So like, I don't mm -hmm. know, just kind of train differently. We want to start going on the track a lot more often. So that's kind of exciting to see those events popping up all over the place. So Yeah, for sure. It so, really makes you excited to ride, but I think we're here to maybe answer a question or two about a few things that we want to talk about. And one eventually will be legalization mm -hmm. and riding on the street versus in places that aren't really restricted by laws, per se. Yeah. And uh, you, you were down in Vegas. Maybe we can kind of compare and contrast. I just got back from Seattle, mm -hmm. um, so I can share some things that I experienced down there. Uh, and also West Coast, briefly in Vancouver. So they've got quite a bit of differences there as well compared to here. All right. Uh, uh, do you want to touch on a couple of things before we just delve into that? Yeah, yeah. We can <coughs> talk about a few different uh, things in the news lately. Yeah. Um, some new and ongoing issues, I guess one might say. Yeah. And of course, the barrage of new wheels, EUCs. Exactly. Unicycles. You know, it seems like. No matter how short or long of a break we take, there's going to be a new wheel coming out. <laughs> and there's several. Oh my! Like one you keep on seeing popping up in our news feeds is the Commander Pro Mini. Yes, and I gotta say I'm pretty excited for that one. Um, it looks a little strange, but there's only been like videos that they've put out from China, basically. Yeah. On Facebook and you know on the different socials, but I feel like those videos don't give you like a close up of the the wheel you just kind of see it moving by yeah it's hard yeah. To, it's hard to see like all the little details there's a big massive drop yeah ex exactly <laughs> oh that looks cool or doing some stairs or something um or the crazy hill climbs i haven't yeah. seen that yet actually you know the big rock hill that they do yeah With the I'm, rope mm, is it a rock or it's just a i can't hill? say i may have seen one but i i can't say maybe they haven't posted one and i yeah so i mean extreme bowl they're coming out with their I would say it's the competitor to all the other 16 inch. It's the new fad after the big wheel fad. Yeah. So we have like the smaller wheels, which let's be clear here. They're all 12 inch rims. <laughs> I don't care what size these companies are telling yeah, you. Two it inches is. on either side. Yeah. It's a 12 inch rim. Unlike the 14 inch rims that you have in the 20 inch wheels, mm -hmm. right? Like the RS. And exactly. Yeah. So like the new patent from Veteran or Leaper Kim. Yeah, that's an uh, exciting wheel, isn't it? Looks great. I think they called it an 18-inch wheel again. It's a 12-inch rim, so it's like our standard 16-inch wheel. Yeah. Um, but, but it looks it looks solid. It's got the same suspension as the, the Sherman S. Yeah, and who makes the patent? It's Leaper Kim, right? Leaper Kim. Yeah, so now we got to keep these companies in check and not Which, just names of wheels. Now exactly. there's so many of them. Yeah, I mean, and everyone, a lot of people just call them Veteran. Yeah. So even though it's like veteran Abrams, veteran Sherman, the patent, I guess you could call them veteran. Yeah, um, it's true. And then we saw another wheel come out from Bagode with uh, Chance Hins, Watt Singletrack, the Extreme, which is kind of like the patent in a way. Exactly. And so I find it interesting that like that Extreme was kind of unveiled uh, with Chance and his collaboration that he worked with Bagode on that. He obviously is one of the most uh, experienced uh, off-road riders out mm -hmm. there 
uh, with at least like, taking the wheel to most experienced rider taking the, the wheel extreme, to the edge, which right? is why it's called the extreme. The extreme, right? It's meant for extreme riding, right? Yeah. So how many? He, I know he had the mastery at a T four. He had loves the, a T four. Yeah, exactly. So it's cool to see that from Bagode, and um, obviously it's directly competing with the the extreme bowl, even though they share a lot of the same parts. Yeah. What guess. is that relationship? What is going on? Still, I know we had an episode about it. It was like episode two or something like that. Yeah. Go check it out. <laughs> Who's extreme the brother, bull? the cousin, the second once removed. Uh, I don't know. And then they, they start having these uh, scooters come out, the K series, K5, K6, yes. whatever. And now you see a whole different name There's and it's like a Q something. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, what is what is? Just what? saw that yesterday. And it looks like the K6, but like bigger wheels and a bit more like and it's a different. It's a different company name again. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a whole another company. Here we are. Welcome. Um, anyway, that we can go on forever about They're wheels. diversifying their portfolio. Yeah, that's what they're doing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there should be some new exciting wheels coming around on this channel. And for us this coming year, I think it's going to be a, a wheel yeah, change. I hope we type can get our year. hands on a few of these. And uh, Oh, we will. Oh, we, yeah. 100% we will. We will so yeah, it'll be exciting. We have some exciting news we'll tell you in the future. So yes. once things are ready, um, yeah, it'll be really nice. Uh, yeah. There's one other thing we did want to touch on, though, and it was a scooter issue with stems. Yeah, that's right. And this is an older issue that I saw resurface recently in Toronto here, or at least shared in the, the chats. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the Cabo yeah. GT Mantis. or I Which is a popular scooter, in our at least in our community, too. It you is. see a lot of people have them, and they consistently be having this stem issue. Like, it doesn't lock? Is is that the issue? Um, so there's the Dualtron one, where I think they had, like, the wobbly stems that didn't lock very well. And then oh. with Cabo, they have... Uh, stems are snapping yeah so those are two entirely different issues like yeah. one will lock into place but it locks loosely exactly and it's like well, what's going there's on there's like some fix for that or something i'm not an expert on that but i know yeah. there's something that can be done but the cabo mantis that's like having it completely break yeah it's so they unusable. crack first apparently and if you know if you're not consistent with your maintenance or doing like your due diligence to check over your ride which mm -hmm. let's be honest most people aren't doing like frequent checks of their yeah PEVs. man i'm guilty of it too like my rs yeah. needs to be looked at right now and i'll be like oh next week exactly next like, week even psi of your Gotta tires it, right you should do that yeah but most people aren't doing that as frequently as they probably should mm -hmm. but um, that's where you catch things like this right exactly. like cracking in the stem and then eventually that's just going to break on you yep right so and so, yeah, there's some people who've had them snap and that seems like a scary thing to me to, you know, be riding your only control and have that break away from you. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a scary you thing. hit a bump or something. Yeah. So something to be aware about anyone who's listening, e-scooter rider, um, yes. check your stems, check, you know, especially now in spring, especially in Toronto, those potholes are nasty. They're trying to fill them in. They've been doing pothole blitzes. We even have our own crew with Toronto e-riders that goes out at night and circles the really bad potholes. The pothole hunters. The pothole hunters. Um, but that in turn is going to translate into your PEV and you're going to find cracks and, you know, there's not so much that worry of salt anymore, degrading things, but the, the bigger problems, you know, are your, any of your screws coming loose? Do you need to use some Loctite? Those things. It's good to look over in the spring. So little PSA for everyone. Yeah, check if you have those and see also if there's any support you can get from your dealer, whoever it may be. There may be recalls. There may be parts that are replaceable or uh, provided for better uh, better um, quality, I, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and on that note, I just want to quickly go back for one second uh, and talk about the Sherman S. In the same light, there was uh, an issue with the original Sherman S where the 
the metal bracket that holds the suspension together near the pedals yeah. was kind of thin and cracking for some people. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and um, it was like a, wasn't it a point in which like all the material just came really thin? Yeah. So there's was like, four why bolts, is that really thin? And right there? where the bolts are, it kind of got really thin and then it would crack around that where your bolt went in. Yeah. Uh, and then you could, you have like really bad stability or it could come off entirely. Uh, so from what I've seen, um, Leaper Cam announced they're going to send. So they've already resolved this in like version two of the Sherman S. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know if they're calling it version two, but all the new Sherman S's now come with a much thicker bracket. I saw pictures of it that they shared, uh, which will hopefully solve that issue of it cracking. And they've also claimed that they're going to provide those brackets to all uh, customers who purchased a V1 Sherman S. Oh, nice. Wow. So That's... if you haven't heard from your dealer, maybe reach out to them, ask the question. Uh, I know here in Canada, I'm sure dealers, EVs and so forth um, are probably very good at, you know, being proactive in that sense to mm-hmm. their customers. But if you bought it from AliExpress or somewhere else like that, yeah, I would recommend reaching out and seeing if you can get that replacement part. Yeah, it's a great PSA for those EUC riders now, too. And I know there's people here in Toronto who have bought uh, Sherman S's from Smart Wheels. So touch base with those guys and just see, you know, okay, can I get that new bracket that they're sending out? Just want to confirm that. So exactly. PSA hour. We need need an animation now. (laughs) Yeah. So let's go maybe back to the scooter world. Uh, talk a bit about scooters for a bit. Yeah. Okay. So first and foremost, we all know in general, but there was, there was a video that came out, a video by the Toronto police service. And it was, you know, there was a guy riding on Lakeshore underneath the gardener and he was going fast and lane splitting. Yeah. There was just a lot of hubbub that came from that too. Cause people are all thinking, Oh, you know, not much is going to be done. And then the police said in that video, you know, it could up, be up to $25,000 and jail time and all these things because Six months of jail time. Yeah. So there's a big hubbub about there about that. So we just kind of want to talk about that. And there's a, a few things kind of, and, and I, I saw Star wrote an article, a bunch of big news publications talking yeah, about this now one it's video. summer, right? And it's picking up. So now it's in the view of the people. And I know there was great chat about it in our Telegram chat. And I went back and I, I saw the article and I was like, oh, I just got to comment and be like, yeah, he's giving the perspective as if he's a motorcycle rider, right? But then I saw people go off and chat and like, yo, this is not new laws. These are just, he's just saying things that are, nothing's changed. It's already kind of been there. So let's maybe start from the ground up. I know we did a legalization uh, uh, episode about Ontario and Canada, um, but maybe let's just focus back here on the GTA because a lot of people have questions. Maybe you can get your answers. <laughs> yeah, right? so if you're outside of the GTA or Toronto, this may not necessarily apply directly to you, but we'll definitely talk about our thoughts on uh, the legalization regulation side, what we think is right or wrong. Yeah. So stay around, you know, if you're interested in that. Um, but from like a Toronto perspective, um, and I guess at a provincial level in Ontario, a few years ago, I believe is in 2019, they introduced a PEV specifically around e-scooters and e-bikes partially. Well, e-bikes already them. had their framework. Yeah, I think so they this just was the updated scooter. it slightly oh, at the same time, but it I was don't focused on that. scooters. Yeah. yeah, okay. But yeah, they had a scooter pilot project going. Yeah, scooter pilot project, which would have But that was the government of... Ontario. Can- Ontario. Ontario saying municipal municipalities go at it. Yes. This is your deal. Yeah. So they kind of created like guidelines that they felt um, should be followed for each municipality that wanted to permit e-scooters on their roads. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those guidelines included things such as a 500 watt uh, motor maximum, a top speed maximum, 
I think it was around 25 or 30 kilometers an hour. Or something yeah, it's like that. always like 32 that like floats up and around there. You know, how fast does it go? Yeah. 32. The, the key point here is that there were some guidelines around what the yeah. rules had to be. Yeah. And then if you were a municipality, you could choose to opt into this pilot. So it wasn't an automatic thing yeah. for the province. Each municipality had to look at this pilot and say, yes, we want to opt in or no, we want to opt out. Yeah. Um, and there's big things here in the GTA is we have a lot of different smaller municipalities that are all linked together. So you could be riding in Toronto and you could be illegally riding technically. And then yeah. suddenly you cross the road, you have no idea. Suddenly you're legally riding and it's not an issue. Exactly. You know, so maybe we and should lay out who took that, who took that bargain, who took that chip. Yeah. And I think we all know the city of Toronto, the downtown core did not. They opted out. Yes. Yeah. And that was a very obvious choice. And it didn't really change anything besides there was some news around it at the time. And, you know, this whole similar issue of e-scooters are illegal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And now I feel like to your point, they're getting more press around this because it's the season is starting. And that t TPS video that came out alluding to if you're riding that it's an illegal motorcycle now because it goes above the speed limit that is required and so forth. And you have no license and registration. It's like, well, we can't get yeah. those things. So. And at that point, you got to look at the actual law and how it's phrased. Because the biggest way that we get out of it, and you know, should should we be saying this? Who's going to be watching from the police service at this <laughs> point? Have fun with this information. Um, but we look at the specifics in the law. Like, if you if you get us with a skateboarding ticket, we're going to be like, yo, we're not riding a skateboard. If you try to get us with a bike ticket, be like, yo, I'm on an EUC. I don't have a, a, a surface, a, a control surface. You know. So um, there's just a lot of things that we look at. And when it comes to this, it's just like, all right, ready to play the game. I'm sorry, but yeah, that's exactly it. People are going to play that game. So there's a couple of municipalities that have taken it, though. And you yeah, you yeah. mentioned a couple uh, and a revelation that I don't think I even noticed till a few minutes ago. But we know Mississauga has taken it. Yeah. So directly next to Toronto, essentially, if you're heading westbound to Niagara mm -hmm. Falls, which we often do. Yeah. And that's one of those borders you could very easily cross exactly. over and you're like, oh. And so Mississauga was one of the first municipalities to opt in to the pilot program, um, but they chose to ban rental e-scooters. So they opted in for private PEVs. Mm -hmm. So and if it was your own scooter, you were fully legal, but there were no companies who were launching their rental businesses in Mississauga. Yeah. And I think I mentioned in our past episode about legalization, I felt that's the way it should go. First, yes, let the I private owners in there lay your infrastructure, figure out how it's going to work in your city. When it's all laid down and, and drivers are used to it, then let the rentals in, you know, and that's the way I personally see it. And that has nothing to do with, you know, the city I'm in or anything. I'm not looking at any other factors, but from the PEV perspective, I'd want people I'm riding with to be owners. Yeah, I until agree. Until it's like a well-known, like, this is how it works. Yeah, exactly. And there's definitely like some pros to... Um, the rental uh, companies, but I think the cons kind of outweigh the pros in that specific uh, area of concern. Uh, so I was recently in Seattle and Seattle uh, is one of the cities in the U.S. that has the rental scooters. So there's mm -hmm. Lime, Bird, there's like four or five different companies and you see them everywhere and they have e-bikes, they have e-scooters. Yeah. And that's the thing. You see them everywhere. You see them tossed on the side of a road tossed in a things, park in a river all the things you know about rental scooters they're everywhere right and yeah. then you also see the people flying down the road with zero gear because they don't provide gear so you yeah. can just hop on one of them and go 
Yeah. And mm. it's not like you're going to go up to a rental schooner and be like, oh, I'm so happy I brought my shin guards and yeah. my elbow guards and my helmet and my exactly. gloves. And so like, what well, you mentioned about private ownership, I think that's always a good point because it kind of encourages and it, I feel like the people that own these PEVs are a bit more responsible and they choose like for their own safety. If I'm going to own this and pay for this, I'm also going to ride with at least some protective gear Yeah, because it's in my house. I'm, I'm leaving with the scooter. I'm going to obviously carry a helmet with me. If you're just out and about and you decide, Oh, I want to rent an e-scooter. What are the odds that you have a helmet with you? Yeah. Um, so in that respect, there's a city next to us that has gone that way. Yeah. Right away. So Brampton, Brampton. I recently saw a week or two ago, they decided to opt in as well. So I guess their their yearly city council or something mm-hmm. uh, reviewed the pilot and they opted in with the decision to allow uh, the e-scooter rentals. And Which for Brampton, that may work because, you know, there's there's big transit issues and I believe there's big transit issues in Brampton, right? And having those e-scooters could be quite crucial, but... 100%. Especially as a last mile device, like to get to and from like a go station yeah. or the TTC somewhere. But I don't have a good enough compromise. Like yeah. there's like, well, I was trying to find a way to be like, there's a positive end to this, but I'm just like, I don't know, give people like a subsidy to buy an e-scooter. Yeah. The you good know? thing is it does allow, they did also opt in for private ownership. Yeah. I didn't exclude that in any way, but yeah. we now have these rentals. I, I don't know if they're the, I think they're the first one in like the GTA region to uh, offer rentals the greater toronto area to offer the rentals because i'm not aware of other ones i know i'm pretty sure most other municipalities that joined the pilot banned the rental scooters um so it's interesting to me because i know this was all over the news and then like only a week after or maybe two weeks after toronto police came out with their video yeah. of the scooter guy going down lakeshore in toronto here and saying how it's illegal and all this hubbub around that yeah so coincidence i don't know but <laughs> yeah now what what consequences have we seen uh that's a good question um in in toronto specifically or yeah in the gta but toronto yeah yeah i feel like i've seen some tickets yeah there's been the odd ticket here and there mostly what? in regards to how you're operating the vehicle and not the vehicle itself right so like speed speed or running through red lights or stop right. signs they can still ticket you on that. Yeah. You know, it's yet to be seen what the outcome of those tickets might be. Yeah, we as haven't court seen. dates in Ontario are like a year out. Yeah, we're waiting on people in our community to see what's going to happen with them. But like, exactly. I don't know how they register, like how, how were they written in a description for that? Was, you know, running the red light? Was, was that varies. person a pedestrian? Someone said pedestrian, bicycle. Somebody speeding, they definitely have to be on a device of some sort, a bicycle, a yeah. motorcycle. Or like, they actually wrote unicycle or scooter. I believe they wrote mono wheel. Okay. I don't know. It's an option. Yeah, they didn't write gyrocycle. They should have, (laughs) but, but yeah, so we're seeing the most random is so there isn't a specific law. So that's what people should, should know is that there's not like a, you're riding an e-scooter. This is 2501. Boom. That's what you get, right? Like it, there's no real law. So I know the e-skaters very easily will get a skateboarding ticket, you know, unlawfully on the board with a recreational toy or whatever it is. Right. Yep. But yeah. So until they actually come out with a proper law that they can, properly charge us with they're just kind of playing this cat and mouse game and that's you know the cat went out the other day by putting out the the video and you know it spilled out to all the different news sources and everything so everyone's got their hands up and you know and i'm seeing in our chat they're all like so what is like is this new 
like no this is part of the pilot project and just the influx of scooters and then you know he's talking like they're a motorcycle so that's exactly. another way that you can be charged so we've seen speeding we've seen running a red light yeah they could charge you like a motorcycle that it's a motorcycle that because, because it's got two wheels you have two a wheels, control surface control surface and you're going above whatever the cap speed limit is for the pilot yeah. um then they would well, say you're in a you're a vehicle now technically there's laws for e-bikes yes well they, and it's the, a lot and closer scooters, to an e-bike but we've opted out yeah but that's it's a lot closer to an e-bike than a motorcycle. Correct. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not trying to discredit what the police yes. said in the video. I'm just saying that. <laughs> but if you're above that speed, I could. Yeah, I could see where he got saying, to where he got. Yeah. But I it was I, it was it was up and around the corner because exactly, there's a couple yeah. other stops on the way you could have. Because they're trying to claim, oh, you have no insurance, you have no registration. Well, obviously, you can't. You literally can't get that if you go to the drive yeah. like drive center uh service ontario and you ask them hey i want to register my my e-scooter or my yeah. e-bike and get it plated and insured well They're, e-bike you can i believe have some sort of registration there's some sort of system for that potentially insurance yeah because you can even get that for a bicycle in the city mm-hmm. um but uh e-scooter very popular a lot of people have e-scooters yeah, a big part of our community it. is e-scooters walk in walk into a service ontario and be like hi uh, i just want to register this, this is dualtron <laughs> uh hold on that's you brought it in with you like, where's your ownership uh, i'm the owner like exactly um so yeah there's until the government catches up and they're they're playing a bit of that game now so and i think so there's been a lot of talk online and people wondering like is this safe and as usual when this happens there's a lot of people saying oh i want to get a scooter like is this going to be a problem right there's always mm-hmm. new people joining into the pv communities and they see this news and they either turn away or they you know their questions come up so I would say to you, if you are looking to get into PEVs, just just do it. Um, but I think the most important thing still is to kind of ride within some of the laws that do exist for e-bikes, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're going to be on shared bicycle paths, keep your speed to a shared bike, to a shared bike path speed. Thank you. Right. So <laughs> if you're going to go on the road, then obviously it's okay if you go a bit faster, but also maybe operate like a bicycle, stay to the right as a slower vehicle, right? That's what the law, the highway traffic act here says, uh, and allow cars to pass you if they need to don't block the lane at a slower speed and then expect them to not be angry at you. So, yeah, there's just a lot of like, go back to our etiquette episode. Yeah. <clears throat> But until these laws actually come out or really things change, just, you know, ride with good etiquette and be nice about things. Don't exactly. be an absolute butthead about absolutely everything. And, and, you know, do things like if you feel like you're going slow and you feel like there's cars behind you, check your back. Look behind you. Exactly. Right? Like there's no reason for you to do be like, check. Da, 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 da. you know, Don't like, be oblivious to your surroundings. <laughs> be aware and understand you're always invisible. Exactly. Check your 360 at all times and understand you're invisible. Yeah, and then you'll have no issues. And I think yeah. in the end, that will help us quick, more quickly get to potentially a legalized state or a better state where they're just not trying to ban PEVs completely. Yeah, and um, on that note too, like don't be afraid of it because without us going out there and trying it and doing it and everyone wanting it, there's no reason for them to change the law. And the only reason why they've changed the law is when there's majority uh, concern within the community that something needs to be done. And right there, we're not there yet, but we're getting there pretty quick. Exactly. Like the day after that random anecdote, but the day after that scooter video came out where the TPS talked about this guy lane splitting down uh, Lakeshore and whatnot, I saw someone on a motorcycle who did like a moto vlog type 
dash cam video. Uh, him doing TikTok. the same thing? Yeah, well, they were going down Lakeshore <laughs> and a scooter, they were sitting in traffic. Oh, no. And a scooter went flying by them, lane splitting, a PEV. And then the caption was just, it took a scooter for me to realize that I too could lane split. And then you just see him like go in between and zoom up to the front <laughs> through all the cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, at least, you know, we're promoting good behavior over here. Well, so. at least we're having fun with it. <laughs> you know, like... Everyone be safe. The main, you know, it's a dangerous thing that we do. So everyone just be safe, but have fun with it, right? Like, yes. you know, do the silly things at slow speeds, like joke around with your friends, you know, but be aware, check mm -hmm. your 360, know you're invisible. And these are the laws. There are none yet really kind of in places there are, and you can't really get a rental unless you're in Brampton. Yeah. We don't want to end up like the UK or Germany or any of these places where it's like fully banned or Japan where people, Strictly no people tolerance. just ride in a fully illegal state. And mm -hmm. there's no tolerance, like you said. So you're literally and it's not hiding. a gray state. It's no, it's illegal. not a gray. It's illegal. And you have to then hide or run from the police, which can just give you more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. So let's try and maybe get away from that and get to a better state. Yeah, I'm going to stop running as many reds. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm not innocent. I've been talking like, yeah, yeah, let's follow the laws, guys. <laughs> I'm part of the problem. Yeah. We need to calm down. We need to calm down. <laughs> yeah, let's hope for a good year. Let's keep the accidents on the DL. Yeah. Let's keep the tickets on the DL. Yeah. Yeah. And let's just, uh, you know, have fun with it. It's going to be an exciting year. Like I said at the very beginning of the episode, there's events popping up. There's racing. Racing is going to be big this year. There's a lot of competitions. You're going to see some names popping up. And, you know, we'll see where this year takes us. That's for sure. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Give you guys a bit of an idea of, you know, what we think about uh, this this recent video and the the, late, the legalization of PEVs and you know what you can do as well yeah yeah that's for sure uh we have some exciting news too i know a, a local retailer here in toronto is almost done setting up and i know there's going to be a great opportunity for us to work with them and that's ride one so everyone be on the lookout for their grand opening coming up or maybe already up um and uh we'll be talking about them soon and you may see us in a new space who knows yeah if you made it this far in the video thanks for watching and uh Appreciate it. Comment. Let us know what you thought about things. Don't be silent. Let us know. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, we appreciate that a lot, and we we do read them all. So, we'll see you guys on the next episode of PV Lane. Peace. Peace. <laughs>